Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Tarot, No Questions Asked, Master in the Art of Intuitive Reading. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 222 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is Manifesting with the Moon and the Major Arcana. And my special guest is Jen Sankey. Welcome, Jen. Thank you for having me. Hello. I'm so excited. Well, I am so delighted to have you here today. And I think this is such a great topic because manifesting is in. The moon is in right now. Tarot is in. I mean, these are like three hot things and you have a way of putting this all together. And I think before we even start talking about all these components, um, I think it might be what, uh, a good idea to explain what manifesting is to my audience, just in case somebody doesn't know, what the heck are we talking about when we talk about manifesting? Right. No, it is. It's very, it is so, it's such a hot topic and there's so many people out there throwing out so much information. So really what it comes down to is deciding what you want um, and, you know, creating some action steps to make it happen. But the fun part of it is that we can use the energy of the moon. We can use the energy of tarot. We can use our own energy to really like focus it and really bring in what it is that you want in your life. It is possible. And, you know, I think too that it really, a lot of people talk about, you know, oh, I'm going to manifest this huge house on the ocean and I'm going to bring in, you know, millions of dollars and which it's all fantastic. And yeah can happen. But it's really important to start with doable actions, doable things, things that you really feel that can happen. Like maybe you can start moving towards that big house on the ocean. So what are those things that you can manifest right now that will like build those stepping stones to get you there? I love that you said that because I think a lot of times too, there really is that misconception that you can just say, well, I really want to manifest a date with Lenny Kravitz and suddenly boom, it's going to happen when it's just actually going to take some effort to get to Lenny Kravitz. And we've got to be very realistic about that, which is kind of a ridiculous example, but you know, it's, it's something that we think, you know, people, people do probably want to date with Lenny Kravitz or okay. people want the, the house by the ocean and if you are a really long way from that, you also have to have some practicality about this whole idea about manifesting. So I think, again, starting with things that you know that you feel confident about is going to also increase your ability to manifest things. Absolutely. Those, you know, those you wins. Wanna, yeah. And it's like you want to like want it to be a little stretchy, like a little bit out of your realm, but not so much that you're like, this isn't going to happen. And you're just going along. You're like you're fooling yourself and you're wasting your time. Right. So instead of the house by the ocean, maybe a new, better place. Right. Or maybe moving to the city you want to live in and yeah, focusing yeah. on that first. Yeah. Or yeah. even getting your finances in order or paying off the mortgage that you have or even starting setting aside money for it. Like, or, you know, just even thinking of what beach do I want to live on? How, you know, and imagining yourself already there or vacationing to that spot. You know, there's, there are, there's so many ways that you could kind of move forward and manifest those things in a realistic way. 
somebody, I, I remember hearing somebody said many years ago that one of the things it's, it all comes down to, you know, feeling, you've got to be able to really feel it. So like, mm -hmm. for example, let's say you want to manifest a really fancy car. Well, maybe what you also might want to do then is go to a car lot and sit in some of those cars and see how it feels and really get that vibe. So you can feel it for real and it becomes more real. What do you think of that? I think absolutely. Because, you know, when you go, you know, say you're going to the Porsche dealer and you're sitting in those cars and you do it on a regular basis, then it's like normal to you. Then it's like, oh, well, I want a Porsche too. And it feels normal. Just like, you know, if you want to live, you know, this opulent lifestyle, like start watching Housewives and start watching, you know, all those shows and like the real estate shows that were for the millionaires, because then it's like, oh, it's familiar to you and it's starting to feel normal. So then you can really start like, you know, focusing your energy and letting the universe know like, yeah, this is where I kind of want to be here. So let's move, let's move towards that. What can I do to move towards that? And for the record, for my listeners, uh, the Tarot Lady does not want a Porsche. That is something that I like to drive <laughs> very, very modest cars. Oh my God, a Porsche. And you know, that's something, but that's also something to think about because I think also when we talk about manifesting, I think everyone assumes we got to manifest again, these really big things, but right. sometimes that's not right for you. I would never see myself in a Porsche, not because, well, I don't deserve a Porsche or whatever. It's just not me. It's yeah. just not who I am. I drive a Toyota Matrix, which they don't even make anymore. And it's an old model. And I love this stupid thing. But that's me. And I think people need to really think about, too, what is aligned with who you are as a person. For some people, that might be the Porsche. For some people, it's the house on the ocean. For other people, it's a Toyota Matrix. You know, really be clear on what is right for you. You don't want to be doing aspirations that are somebody else's aspirations if it doesn't fit in with really who you are and how you want to live your life. Right. Yeah. And you may go to that Porsche dealer and sit in it and be like, oh, I hate this thing. You know, you may go to that beach that you think you want the house at and be like, you know what? I think I'd rather be in the mountains. So, yes. you know, by putting yourself in those situations too, it will also help you decide. And like you said, it's all about that energy and you have to really feel like, how does that feel to me? And if you get into these places or situations and they don't feel good, even though you thought that's what you wanted, it isn't. And that's all a part of manifesting too, because we go to start manifesting something. And as you're going through the process, it's going to grow and change. And it may be something completely different on the other end too. So I think just really being open to that and just going with the flow of what it is and how you're feeling is so important. Amen. So what does the moon have to do with manifesting then? Well, you know, the moon is, you know, it's, it's so, it's so big right now. Like everybody is talking about it and we see it in the sky. We all take our moon pictures and, you know, I, I want to say that we, you know, would get horrible pictures on our phones, but now the phones take some beautiful moon pictures. And I'm very impressed with that. <laughs> I've been right? waiting years for that. <laughs> but with each phase of the moon, there is different energy. Um, so by using these different moon phases and the different energy each provides kind of helps you create a blueprint. Um, on manifesting and you can use that, you know, that month's worth of different phases and energies to help really focus your manifestation or what your intention is and how to create it, how to use it, what action steps to take and when to use them. 
Um, so as you go along and after you do this for a couple of months, it, it almost becomes second nature and you're, and then you really get to know the moon and know how it affects you because mm. it does affect everyone different. And, you know, you know, there's different, you know, each Zodiac sign in there. And that has to do with where they're landing in your chart and how it all, you know, even, even your moon sign itself. And then that really helps you to learn more about yourself as well. I agree. And, you know, it, it's interesting, too. I use the moon for the new moons for manifestation. Mm-hmm. I always write down my new moon wishes every new moon. I've done that for many, many years. Yeah. And it is really uncanny at how many things have really worked out exactly as I've written them. And each moon does have a specific flavor, so to speak. You know, like, for example, we've got an upcoming, I think the next new moon is in Capricorn. And that's a really great time to set intentions for business for structures in your life, for the things that really provide you with security. So those are things I always focus on with each new moon. But what you're saying too, is that every moon phase can be used for manifesting. Yeah. And, and, you know, by taking it to the next level and then seeing what moon phase, you know, like we have that new moon coming up in Capricorn. So, you know, depending on what your intention or manifestation is, you can really decide, like you can, you know, see what, what are the bones of it? What are the working parts in this Capricorn energy that I can use and focus my manifestation on? I mean, you can go really big and, you know, decide on a really big thing that you want to start manifesting um, for the year and then really zone into those Zodiac signs and use those like for each part of your manifestation Mm -hmm. that you want to work on. So, and, you know, and that's really what I like about it too. It's so like customizable, you know, and you can use it and every single month, or you can just say, you know what, I'm going to look at all these new moons and these are the ones I want to focus on. And these are the ones I'm going to really you know, use the the moon phases and use tarot to to bring it to fruition. So that leaves it leaves it open to however you know again how you're feeling about it, and and that's really it. Because there may be some moons that you know you you're not feeling it. You know, you're not you're like yeah, I don't really want to do that, and you know that's fine too. But sometimes those are also the ones that you really want to focus on because when it's not feeling comfortable. There's work to do there. So maybe that new that moon you're going to focus on why is this bothering me? Maybe that's like a self-care month and really dig into like why is this triggering me? Why do I want to push it away? What can I do through these phases to help me kind of clear it out and move it so when I get to that full moon, I can just let it go. And wow, and then yeah. that opens up so much. Totally. Like I'm just like, wow, yes, of course, of course. The more uh, aware you are, then you're also not just aware of what you're trying to bring into your life, but what you need to let go of in order so you can bring in the things you want. Right. Yeah. You got to make that room, you know, just to bring in all the good stuff. So what does the major arcana have to do with this? This is what really intrigues me when you mentioned about manifesting with the moon and the major arcana. It's like, what, what (laughs) does this have to do with manifesting? Well, we know, you know, we know for the most part, you know, the major arcana are the big life events, right? So why not harness the energy of those majors and attach them to the phases of the moon to help us create those action steps? Because we want to go big, you know, it's go big or go home and we're doing it. We're doing all the work. We might as well bring in some extra big guns energy into it. And with the, you know, with the majors, they, you know, when you pair them up, you know, and I, there are specific ones that I chose 
but you can also change them again, however you're feeling. But, um, you know, you can take that energy and you could just take that archetype too. And that can help focus you and help, you know, help you to create the action steps that to make it possible and to, you know, give you that direction. Because especially when you're starting to manifest with the moon, um, it's, it's a little overwhelming, you know, yes. and there's so much information and you're like, well, how the hell do I get started here? That, you know, by bringing in those major cards, you're like, okay, so I'm going to kind of embody that archetype. And this is, all right, so these are the steps that I'm going to do. Like, maybe I'm going to pull an extra few cards to create a couple extra, you know, steps, and then you can kind of place them in those moon phases, how you want to use them. And then again, that brings that all together. And that brings that kind of that blueprint or that game plan to, um, you know, to bring that manifestation or intention to life. So when you pick a major account, do you pick one consciously or do you shuffle the majors up and pull one unconsciously? You know, um, that really depends on the month for me. Um, but I do kind of have my base ones that I use and then I just kind of go along and see how I feel. Um, depending, and you know, for me too, I do feel like it depends on what, you know, what moon it is, like what Zodiac sign it's into, because, you know, whatever part of that's triggering in my chart too, also kind of brings it into play. So for me, for like the new moon, I mean, the fool, I mean, I think that's a standard, that's a pretty easy one to go by. And I like that too, because it's that fresh perspective, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going into this, like, I do know what I want to bring in. But, you know, with that full energy, I'm also, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go for it. I'm not, I'm going to not worry about what everybody's saying. I'm going to take what I need, throw it in my pack and just go for it. So, um, do you ever find, uh, do you ever use like the tarot, like set it up, like, um, like you stare at that particular card and that's part of the manifesting or do you use it as advice to, um, help you to manifest or both? Both. Yeah, definitely both. Um, you know, I will, so, uh, you know, for the new moon, I'll pull, you know, pull that fool card and then I'll probably pull two cards and just within the deck and kind of say like, how can I best support in this intention at this phase, you know, this new moon phase, and then what do I need to avoid? And by doing that, I can really, you know, come up with a few um, action steps for that particular moon phase. And then I can move into the crescent moon and do that, you know, and go along. And then again, that's breaking it down even more to make it like those everyday steps that you can create. Um, and then also just by taking that fool card at the new moon, deciding what your intention is going to be, and you could just sit with it and just kind of even ask the fool, like close your eyes and just kind of do your own meditation and, and say, you know, ask the, ask the fool, you know, what can I do to really get this going? What do I need to let go of? What do I need to jump into? And, um, you know, and then just kind of, you know, free write on it and just write mm -hmm. everything, just that brain dump and see what comes up and see what repeats and see what really sticks out to you. And then again, you can use that to kind of harness through, uh, you know, harness that energy throughout that new moon cycle. And I always will too take even a picture of the full card, put it on my phone during that cycle, just to keep that reminder up like, oh yeah, okay, I need to keep doing this. I need to make sure I'm taking my steps today. And I love that you mentioned action steps. And I think that's really important because 
sometimes people do this with tarot too, not just manifesting, where they get a tarot reading and then they're like, well, you know, it says I'm going to meet someone and they just sit around and think it's just going to show up. Right. And they don't take any action and they say, well, that reading didn't come true. And I think it's really important with manifesting. It isn't just enough to put that wish out there in the world. You do have to take some steps to show that I am working towards this goal because I think the universe rewards action. So right. do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think you need to do that. And you need to also practice gratitude for just the little things that happen along the way, because you're letting that universe know that you're ready to receive. Yeah, you know, if you're just sitting there not doing anything, then the universe is like, all right, she seems happy just sitting there. We're going to just let that keep happening. <laughs> but if you're like, no, I'm taking these action steps and I'm, I'm grateful for all the little silly things. It, and it's like, again, like, just those little reminders that pop up that help me move you into that direction. You want to always say thank you. And, and that helps you be in that receiving energy. And that's so important too. And I'm so big on action steps because, you know, as a reader too, you're right. Like you get it. And then it's like, you know, a week later, they're like, well, you said, you know, that this could happen and that could happen, but nothing's happened. And it's like, well, <laughs> what did you do about it? You know, and they're like, well, I don't know, nothing. Well, that's not on me. That's on you, buddy. So you need to do something about it. Absolutely. Action steps are everything. Mm -hmm. So what if something, though, doesn't come to fruition? Let's just say you do all the work, you're taking all the action steps, you're staring at that tarot card, you've got it on your phone, you're putting the work out there spiritually and on the physical level. Do you think it was something in the working? It's not meant to be? Might it come later? I mean, what do you think about when it doesn't work? I think that, you know, I, I think it is always working. And I think it does work. And I think that's when you have to really kind of sit back and just look at it from a very broad perspective, even though, okay. So, you know, even during that new moon phase, it's like you really wanted to start this intention. You had, you know, you were like, yes, it's going to happen. Then you're starting to move into this next phase of the crescent moon. And you're like, you know what? I don't, I, I don't want that anymore. I don't want, that doesn't mean like what it did a couple of weeks ago. That's progress. You know, because why? Like, again, that's when you're really going to take it down and you're going to look at it and be like, why, why does this not feel right to me? Why is it? Why do I not even want to manifest this anymore? Because you know what? Through that two weeks, you were growing and changing and maybe your thoughts were opening up and maybe the universe is like, oh, she's ready to receive. Let me throw something else in there. Maybe that, you know, isn't, you know, really what you want. And, you know, the universe is fun like that. They, they like to give you those little, you know, hiccups and you think that it's an inconvenience, but it's really what you needed in the end. Mm-hmm. So true. And sometimes also what you want isn't necessarily good for you. Right. Exactly. I really, really believe that. And mm -hmm. sometimes you look back later and say, you know what, maybe I dodged some sort of a rubber bullet here. Exactly. It is. And it is true. And it's like, that's why, you know, you're so upset about it at the time. But I think too, it's important just to keep going with it then change it, you know, change it and just start, just rehash it and go keep going through because I feel like when you go through that whole cycle, okay, maybe, you know, you aren't as close as you want to be, but you will be closer, but something in you has changed. And you also, how you're, how you're perceiving things and that whole receiving energy, I think changes too. So what are your favorite cards for manifesting your personal favorites? I know you mentioned the fool, any others that you love? 
Yes. Um, well, for each phase, like I do have my personal favorite. So uh, the crescent moon, I love the high priestess um, because it's just that intuitive spark. Like you set the, you set it in motion and now it's really, it's time for you to bring your energy into it. Um, the first quarter moon, I like the magician. Um, and you know, just about, you know, it's like now you've gone through and you're started moving everything. You're starting to move that energy, create those action steps. And the magician's like, okay, you're getting the hang of this. You're starting to move, you know, past that full energy of the newness, but now into that like seasoned energy, like, okay, this is how, this is how it's going to go for us. The gibbous moon. Um, I like the wheel of fortune because again, everything's always moving and changing and evolving and it's being okay with that is so important. Um, and you know, like you said, you you know, the couple of weeks you're going through and you're starting to do all these action steps, but something's changing. Something isn't, isn't quite how I like it, or I want to move it. You can change it. And I think that's really important when you're going through the moon phases, when you're manifesting in general is that it can change and that's okay. And you have to be open to that. Um, you know, and then that brings us to the full moon and the full moon. I like to use actually the, the sun and the moon card, just because they're like our luminaries, you know, they are the, 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 they're bright and, you know, you are, you're bringing, you know, that manifestation. Did it come full circle? It's looking at it. Um, how, how is it looking to you? Where in your life is the sun shining on that? Maybe you need to start thinking about releasing. Um, maybe that moon, you know, is it's bright and it's big now. How are you feeling? What are those emotions that are floating around and what can you get rid of again to make that room? Um, and then, you know, for the waning gibbous, I like the star, um, because it's after, you know, you've done all that work and, you know, it brings, it, it, it puts you in that hopeful space. Like, you know what? I did all this work. I let go of what I did. So now what can I do next? What can I bring in next? And I also think too, that that's a great time to share with others you know, share, share that joy with others and, you know, maybe do, uh, do stuff for others in that like gratitude, you know, piece of it. Um, in the last quarter moon, I like judgment because I, to me, that's that reflecting. Okay. How did it go? How, how didn't it go? What can I change about it? And maybe even just talking to somebody else about it. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, we get so stuck in the manifesting, we kind of internalize it all and we don't talk to anyone else about it. So maybe by doing that, you know, maybe, you know, just kind of bouncing off some of these ideas with others. And if they worked or if they didn't is really helpful. And then that brings us to the balsamic moon and this, the hermit, and that's kind of your self care time. It's, you know what, you're doing all this hard work, you're doing all this benefit manifesting, but you know what, sometimes you just have to put it down and just do something for you. So I think that's, you know, really important. So that's like, my quick run through in a nutshell. <laughs> and everyone makes sense to me as a tarot reader. I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. I especially love the sun and the moon for the full moon because they are at that time in the sky, they're opposing each other. Right. So, I mean, wow, that's so, so smart. And of course, I'd love it if you would share one story, one story of you using the methods or one of your methods and receiving results, if you don't mind. No, I can. I'm trying to think which one. Okay. Um, so I, I think, all right. So one has to do with a contract. Um, and I had been trying beforehand. I've been, I was doing it a different way. I was using some different sources to kind of form my proposal and stuff like that. And I, it wasn't working. 
it just wasn't working. And I was coming up against these roadblocks and really weird ones too. And I'm like, just like, what the hell is going on? So I said, you know what, we're going to, I'm going to do what I teach <laughs> for once. You know, we always teach stuff, but we never do it ourselves. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to actually plan this out and I'm going to do it. So I did. And I, and I, really planned out every moon phase. And I'm like, all right, these are the action steps that I'm taking. And, and I did that. And I went through and after, you know, we went through and I got to like the first quarter moon and I'm like, okay, things are moving along. And it seemed, it just felt more open. The energy felt open, you know, like where I felt so closed off to it, like things just weren't working. Now I felt very open to it. So, you know, and I, and I took that energy, you know, even the magician, like, all right, I have the tools that I need. I've been working on this. It's, it's good to go. I need to really start pushing it through. So I did that. And, um, as I went through the different phases, um, you know, and I got to the full moon, um, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to just really release all this past energy, get rid of it because I want my, I want the sun shining on this proposal and sending it where it needs to go. And I did that. And that's, you know, and I waited actually until the gibbous moon, the waning gibbous moon to, to submit it because I'm like, this is what I'm sharing. This is my hope. This is what I'm sharing. This is my energy. Here it goes. And I actually winded up getting the proposal and I was just like, woo. <laughs> It happened, yes. So, you know, I, I do believe that it is possible. And I think that you just you just need to really believe it and keep the action steps real and be open to it. That is such a great story. Congratulations on that proposal. I know proposals are very hard to get that foot in the door. So that it's is a so pretty, <laughs> yes, that's a pretty big ask. Yes. And it looks like, everything worked. That is so amazing. So um, this has been great information. I know that my listeners are going to love this, but of course, they're probably going to want to know, where can I find you? What are you working on? Where can I work with you? So give us inside scoop. What, what, where can people find you? Uh, I am Stardust Wanderer Tarot on all the socials. So you can find me pretty much anywhere. And I also am the social media sorceress for the Cardamancer magazine. Um, and I am the director of the World um, Spiritual Association. So I am hanging out over there too. So I'm like pretty, I'm like a little bit of everywhere. Um, I'm currently working on a tarot deck um, that, that I am self-publishing and it's also called Stardust Wanderer Tarot. Um, I post card, uh, a new card every month. So we're about halfway through right now. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and then I do have some new projects coming up that I'll be announcing soon, um, which I'm excited about. And, um, and yeah, if you just go to my, yeah, I have also a website, stardustwanderterror.com. Um, if you head to my link tree in my, um, in Instagram too, you can always just find out what I'm up to. So that's probably the best and easiest place to go. Amazing. So Jen, I want to thank you for sharing all your wisdom. I can't wait to see what you're cooking up in the future. I know it's going to be awesome. And uh, this was just such a great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And of course, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, lots of books, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and so many other good things for you to scope out and enjoy. 
I want to thank you again for listening, and I hope you have a beautiful day. And by the way, if you are digging the podcast, do me a solid. Get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review, because that helps more tarot-curious people find their way to Tarot Bites. And as always, I like to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day, and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <music>